TML Talk, and I'm your host, Chris Lund, and joining me is my co-host and hockey expert and, and now uh, international traveler, <laughs> Adam Proto, is we are doing this show in our hotel at, in well, in Buffalo. All right. Uh, during the, the waking hours the, or the, 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 the wee hours of the morning. The wee hours of the morning, which is why perhaps we're a bit more hushed than usual. <laughs> so this is by far the strangest episode we've done. Very true. Uh, definitely not the least important. Because no. Eventful night. It was an eventful night in a lot of ways, a historic night, as the Maple Leafs, of course, select first overall the 2016 NHL draft and take Austin Matthews, a consensus first overall pick. But mm-hmm. again, that's that's not it's good. never guaranteed. Yep. Yeah, that's not good radio if it's just everybody agrees all the time. You need <laughs> you need controversy and, mm-hmm. and things to debate. And uh, Matthews was the guy after all. It was a busy night. The Maple Leafs unveil a, a new sweater as well, a home and away kit, uh, which we can we can talk about as well. But uh, just off the hop, I mean, it's it finally happened. The the mm-hmm. they got their guy. It was the guy everybody expected. But uh, what what do you what did you take away from the night as as we look back yeah. very recently here? Well, I, I think Chris, you know, we we've kind of been anticipating this would be the result since April when we had the the draft lottery, and everybody knows how that turned out mm-hmm. uh, with Brendan Shanahan standing on the stage and smiling uh, like a Cheshire cat, and and for good reason because. You know, you knew that they were going to get a great player, and whether that was Austin or Patrick Lina, I think that was really the the grand debate for a lot of people. But when you consider, you know, how difficult it is to get that franchise center, I think, you know, it would have taken a Herculean effort by Lina to to kind of unseat Matthews. And you know, even though it, he did put together a great World Championship, he was you know MVP of that tournament. Um, Austin Matthews is still the complete package, still somebody that you can. You know, built a team around, which isn't to suggest that he's going to put this team on his back and carry them to the promised land, because I don't think management believes that, and I don't think he believes that. Um, but there's just something about him that you can't trade for on the open market. You can't acquire a player uh, of his talent once they get kind of settled into the league. So, you know, all that pain and suffering that last season, you know, Leaf fans had to endure, it's all in the past now. And I think that's the the great part is that you've you've put in the effort, as Mike Babcock said tonight. We've we, you know, we, we suffered through and, and, you know, this is the fruits of that suffering and, and it's going to be uh, great to look forward to seeing what he can do. And it really, it, it'll be a lot of fun to, to watch. He's perhaps not the the kind of phenomenal scorer that a guy like Connor McDavid is with the highlight reel you know, grabbing plays, but he's a guy who, when you think of what this team is trying to accomplish night in, night out under Mike Babcock, it's very much you're playing three zones, you're playing 200 feet at a high speed, and when you don't have the puck, you're working very hard to get it back, and that's really the essence of Matthew's game. Uh, the the most common thing that's really kind of come out in the last few weeks is you know he's not the the McDavid Crosby type, but you're looking more at a guy who's a high and three-way, three-zone player, your mm-hmm. your Jonathan Taves, your Anze Kopitar, that type of guy, and 
I don't think anybody would really be complaining if if, if you, that's who you're walking away from uh, at the end of the draft. Yeah, and he's still 18 years old, right? I mean, that's the other thing is that you still grow physically, you still grow mentally. He's you know, and people have said this time again, but it's true. You you don't teach the vision for the game. You don't teach the the anticipation for the puck and where the place headed. It's it, that's a kind of innate thing um, that you either have or you don't. And and I think you know even in talking to uh, to Brendan Shanahan and Lou after the after the night that they had tonight, you know they talked about his competitiveness, his determination. Uh, Mike Babcock talked about that drive. I asked him the question. You know he said it a couple times now. Um, you know players drive engines and what that means and I think that's one of the things that Austin Matthews has is that drive to be better the drive to score in tight areas you know the, the game is such a chaos based game now you know that that area around the front of the net and the reaction that you need to have players you know don't often have that type of quick react skill that he has so I think you know he's got so many tools with it and as you say it's it's not just about offense it's about being responsible as well um, you don't want to compare him to a, a Datsuk or a Zetterberg, but that's the type of player Mike Babcock mm-hmm. loved in Detroit. Um, and I think that's the type of player he can grow into. And really, at the end of the day, I mean, this is when you start to kind of play armchair GM and sketch out a lineup on a napkin. And, and you really see what is kind of coming together here with the overarching plan that's been put in place. You you have this young nucleus now of, of talent. Whether or not all of it breaks camp with the Maple Leafs uh, come September, October remains to be seen. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, of things that need to be hashed out there, but you know you think of the impression that William Nylander, Nikita Soshnikov, Zach Hyman left uh, during their time with the team in, in March and April. You have Mitch Marner, who's coming off of a, of a very prolific CHL season, which is to say nothing of the other CHL prospects who had great seasons in their own right, and right. just uh, perhaps don't have the, the pro prospects that immediate in their future. That you're, you're looking at guys like Travis Dermott, Andrew Nielsen stopping in the Marlies, Connor Carrick, know, Connor Carrick too mm-hmm. as well. I mean, mm-hmm. th- th- that guy's a, a deadline <laughs> acquisition and, and right. really a, a good piece of business. From Still the a young player too, like 22. A very young player, and mm-hmm. you, you start seeing these pieces kind of come together, and you step back and you start to realize what's going on here. And that's not to say that all these guys are going to pan out and be NHL All Stars, but you want that competition you want that depth because if you look at the teams that have had the success and will have the success it's not a couple guys anymore it's four lines it's three pairings it's two goalies and the maple leafs at this point and you know obviously there's always some cynicism to go with the uh, the optimism and, and sure. you know every every fan is a homer to somebody <laughs> right. uh, but you really see why there is kind of that just burgeoning optimism in Toronto yeah no it's well said and I think you know with with going back to Mike Babcock again talking about you know the start of last season they didn't have enough guys for the number of jobs that they had it's going to be the polar opposite this year you know it feels like to me whether it's going to be you know you're still going to sign some free agents probably um, they talked tonight about you know surrounding Austin with some veteran players so there may be a few more guys like a Brooks like for instance who, who are going to be in camp like a Colin Green who are going to be in camp. Um, Mahalik's another guy, Milan Mahalik. I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to have these guys competing for jobs. You're going to have the young guys that did so well with the Marlies that pushed them on that great playoff run uh, that they had, the Kapanins of the world. Um, and, and I think that's the key for me. Is, is And Mike Babcock spoke to that specifically. He's like, you know, what do I like about the young guys? There are a lot of them. That's, that was basically his answer, and that's the truth. That you, you don't build, I think, championship teams by just um, handing people 
opportunities and leaving it to them to do with it what they want. That's that's may have happened in places in the past, uh, maybe even here in the past. And I think if you if you kind of correct that and make everybody have to earn their spot, let everybody know that you know if if, if you don't want to work hard, there are guys in this organization. Connor Brown's another name we haven't even mentioned yet. Um, not bad. Yeah, not bad either. So I mean, you're gonna have these guys that are pushing each other, and I think that's the key in, in an NHL that's increasingly fast and uh, and young to to have this collection of young guys, as you say, um, you know, understanding that nothing's going to be handed to them. I think that's the best news for these fans that you can ask for. There will be a bit of an interesting wrinkle this fall when you think that you have all these new faces rolling into Toronto. Uh, you have the the kind of holdovers, your, your Morgan Rileys, your James Van Riemsdyks, and none of these guys are actually going to be at training camp off the hop and neither will Mike Babcock because the World Cup will be taking place at Air Canada Centre in September and into October and that's actually where Austin Matthews will be playing his first hockey in Toronto mm-hmm. uh, as a member of the North American under-23 team the, the vaunted one of uh, many, many, many decades right. and <laughs> right. it, that, that that will be a fun opportunity though when you to see how he slots in alongside guys you know like your Connor McDavid's Nathan McKinnon's Morgan Riley of course on that team as well mm-hmm. and training camp will definitely have a different look and feel for the Maple Leafs this year but it will be fun to see that you know their kind of new uh, gem prospect will be very much on a world stage and, and on a big one and just so happens to be in Toronto yeah and I mean he's already followed up uh, you know the world championship this year where he performed very well and people were you know had him under the spotlight trying to compare him to Patrick Lina with every every game and every shift I think mm-hmm. you know he responded very well to that so that's where it comes back to that competitiveness I think you just see somebody that um, that aches to play the game that aches to win that aches to you know make himself uh, a contributor I think at all costs and that can't help but uh, but rub off on your teammates. I think, you know, a guy like, again, Zach Hyman, you mentioned um, to me when we talk about drive engines, when we talk about guys that are going to push each other and, you know, and guys, you don't want to say expose other players, but if you don't keep up with these guys, it's going to show. You can't hide out there. And I think Mike Babcock said that a couple of times to mm-hmm. him, talking to him. You can't hide when your teammates are really asking everything of each other. And I think that kind of inner flame that's been lit in the organization since. You know, a lot of these changes have been made to me. Again, you can point to any one player, Matthews or whomever, Marner or whomever, but they're still coming into a situation now where, you know, what you do on your own isn't necessarily good enough. It's how you contribute to the team, how you fit into the picture, how you do what's asked of you um, and develop uh, the skills that are asked of you and the role that's asked of you. So it's it's going to be, you know, fascinating to see. Again, even those guys, Brooks Like talked at the end of the year about, you know, being excited to come back and, you know, thinking that this team isn't that far off maybe from the uh, the postseason, even though it sounds, you know, maybe far-fetched for some people to imagine that you can make that jump. Um, I think this team is going to, to have it in them or um, put in their minds that, that nothing, that's not impossible. If you're, you get off to a good start and you don't bury yourself at the start of the season, um, you know, this team showed it could, could be competitive the rest of the way. They just had a, a tough beginning, I think, last year that really set them back so you know they were competitive under Mike Babcock the the remainder of the season and I think that's going to continue this year 
before we kind of pivot here, was there anything in the draft that kind of maybe caught you by surprise? Any players you went went perhaps a lot higher, a lot lower than, than you expected? Yeah, well, Jacob Jitrin, um, you know, dropping as far as he did was was quite shocking to me. I yes. thought that uh, you know, this was somebody even a couple of years ago that was being talked about in the you know, three, four, five spot, I think, even if not higher. Um, so to see him kind of keep going down every time you looked and you went, wow, that team probably needed a defenseman, but... Vancouver took Yule Levy. I mean, other teams took other defensemen, um, you know, before him. So, you know, there, there clearly was something there that was scaring teams away, whether it was his, I believe it was his knee, I think, that was an issue. I'm not exactly sure. May have been a shoulder, shoulders. I'm sorry. That's right. Um, so you never know what scares some teams away, but I think that's a really great pick for uh, for Arizona. They, they came away with a pretty good draft tonight. That was definitely, that. There's always it always seems to be one player every year. Mm-hmm. Who, for whatever reason, has bestowed the the mantle, the mantle of the faller? <laughs> I, you know, you think back to Philip Forsberg going 11th overall to Washington. Cam Fowler slid to Anaheim, and most of these guys, some of them don't work out. I mean, you can think back to perhaps an Angelo Esposito who mm-hmm. slid to I believe I think he went 18, 20, something like That's that. Right. That's right. And and he didn't quite pan out the way people had hoped. But uh, for the most part, recently these guys all seem to to. I mean, work out for the better, and you know, obviously, this isn't this isn't exclusive to hockey. You can right. think of a guy like Aaron Rodgers sliding way down in the NFL draft, and all of a sudden, Green Bay looks pretty smart. He uses it as motivation, right? I mean, that's absolutely. the choice that these guys have now, and and again, even the players that didn't get picked in the first round today, you can see, you know, there's disappointment in some players' eyes as they kind of walked out of first Niagara Center, but. Um, that that's the challenge for you as, as I think a young player you can you can let it eat you up inside or you can use it as um, as a kind of a beachhead to, to say okay I'm gonna put my nose down harder on the grindstone and and you know make the most of it and on that note mm-hmm. there was a kicker when Austin Matthews was unveiled as the first overall selection by the Maple Leafs, he was presented a sweater. It was not the one that the Maple Leafs wore last year because obviously the team is using a new logo henceforth. Mm-hmm. Um, what did do you think? It's uh, it's a different look, but it's a new look. And uh, I well, I have my thoughts. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, no, I loved it. I thought it was you know it really jumps out at you. I think the size of it. Uh, the logo, you know, once you saw maybe some earlier versions of it, or you know, or when the, the logo was kind of first revealed, you saw maybe a smaller version. So to see it that much bigger on the jersey really made it, I think, that much better. And, and I think Brendan Shanahan talked uh, after the after the first round was over about that specifically, saying, you know, we wanted it to stand out. We we worked with the manufacturer to and the league to to make it a little bit bigger, and um, and I think that's made a lot of difference. So it, it it jumps out. It's beautiful. It's you know it's it's a historical link to the past in a lot of ways, um, and to have you know that type of player be the first guy to put it on, I think was just a, a perfect little way to kind of kick off this new era. Agreed. I, I love the look. Uh, you know, I had the privilege of privilege of seeing it a bit earlier, a few weeks back, uh, the photo shoot in the in the Leafs dressing room, and then you know that's when you really see kind of the logo pop and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the you know it, it's all there. It's blue, <laughs> it's white, it's got stripes, it's got everything. It's uh, I really like it quite a bit. Uh, I really like the white. We obviously didn't see the white sweater on Austin Matthews today, but the the blue logo is very striking for sure on the white sweater. I think that that's fantastic. I think a lot of people. Are really gonna like this thing and it also helps that you have this exciting young crop of players who are mm-hmm. gonna be kind of capturing hearts and minds 
wearing this new look. It's all in all, it's a very exciting just time to be in the fray. It is, and, and you know we haven't even got to free agency yet, and um, I'm sure there will be some more changes. I don't know how big they will be necessarily, but um, you know this team is a work in progress to me, and the, and the best part has been seeing the work that's been put in so far and the changes that have been made. It's all you know almost universally positive i think you know whether it's you know guys that they've signed like pa parento who was a favorite of mine last year mm-hmm. you know that panned out i think the the trades that they made for you know a lot of the players you know the the san jose deals with roman polak and spalling you know that panned out i think in terms of the draft picks so it hasn't really been too much if anything that hasn't gone pretty well i think under under the new management so to me you know, as you say, it's, we haven't talked about guys like Morgan Riley or Jake Gardner or Nazem Kadri. I mean, that's the joy of this team now is that there isn't just one guy to focus on. It, yeah. it would be something different. There's also a new goaltender. In a new goaltender, exactly. So, you know, I think in the past um, there might have been uh, maybe an, an inclination to just focus on one player. And it, that's the beauty of this team now. There, as, as, as we've said a couple times now, it's it's much more than one player. It's an entire organization that's kind of blossoming. And that's kind of to pivot on that. I will note we have not touched on the addition of Frederick Anderson. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing a more robust, proper episode. <laughs> this is very much just. I don't. I think the marketing experts call this snackable content. Is it? Just okay. something nice and nice and <laughs> tight for everybody to right. to kind of throw in as they do a walk around the block. But mm-hmm. we will be touching on that more in the very near future. So stay tuned there. But I, I think you have seen that shift. And Lou Lamorello talked about it the day before the draft in in Buffalo when he said that whoever they pick won't be the face of the franchise. The logo will be the face of the franchise. And piece by piece, you kind of see that vision throughout. And it's not. It's a lot of times you hear these platitudes, and they're not necessarily developed in a, in a way that would lend itself to that type of consistency. But I mean, mm-hmm. even from the smallest detail to the logo is bigger physically on. <laughs> the sweater right. to you know this this overall team identity and, and a lot of different characters and everybody pulling their own weight uh, it's it's been of kind of interesting to to keep track of that concept as it manifests itself in the group as it you know grows into the future yeah and the marley's again we didn't talk really about you know fantastic marley season a record-breaking marley season in a lot of ways so it's not just the nhl team it's, it's the entire organization that's kind of you know the gears I'll go back to my Game of Thrones obsession when you see the gears at the start of Game of Thrones and how they all kind of interlock and, <laughs> and work to, to rise up buildings. I mean, that's really what this is all about, right? It's not just free agency. It's not just trades. It's not just draft. It's all the parts coming together. And I think that's, you know, for people that watch a lot of hockey that understand how difficult it is and how intricate it is and, and time-consuming it is to actually build a championship team to see this kind of you know, grow from the soil up is, is you know, really something to, to marvel at. Absolutely. And on that note, I think mm-hmm. that's a nice place to Hit put the sack. The, yeah, we can put the bookmark <laughs> in this one. We can right. call it a night and get back at it for, for day two of the draft. Who knows what's going to happen there? Mm-hmm. You, you should all be, or at least have access to this before that kicks off. I will say, uh, for those of you who are particularly excited about the new sweater and Austin Matthews, perhaps together, uh, I would recommend that you head over to leafsnation.club. That's the official Maple Leafs fan club website. Sign up if you haven't already. If you have, make sure you complete your profile. Ten people we picked to win uh, the basically the first ten sweaters, wow. and they will be signed by Austin Matthews. Uh, so it's a heck of a way to kind of kick off this 
summer and an off season. Uh, so we're head over. taking a couple minutes. Yeah, we're yeah. taking a couple minutes to fill that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if you fill out your profile, get through the full thing, head to leafsnation.club and sign up and register and, and go through the process, you could be entered to win one of ten signed Austin Matthews new Leaf sweaters. It's very cool. I will say one thing I did really like with the sweater unveil was Brendan Shanahan's son right. on the stage. <laughs> right. Started the the draft wearing the old sweater from from the last four or five seasons, I believe mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, been, mm-hmm. and pulls it off as Austin Matthews gets his <laughs> because he's wearing the the new one underneath. That was very that's great. That was very nice, a, a nice touch and a nice little feature kind on of a pretty link. busy day. Yeah, and something nice for I mean Brendan's done a lot obviously for the franchise, so yeah. it's nice to to have his his family involved and, and Mike Babcock said it too I mean uh, we are switching logos but it wasn't like the last one was all that bad either he said he loved the last one and it's just a kind of evolution of the franchise and I think it's nice that again that kind of mirrors what's really going on with the heart of the team it's it's just an, uh, a top to bottom um, blossoming if you will and, and you know the jersey's uh, you know the easiest way to kind of see that but it goes much deeper than just the jersey well said Thanks. And with that, thank you everybody for listening. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. We apologize that there's been a bit of a lull, but <laughs> we will be back on a more regular basis henceforth this summer. Thank you very much for tuning in. Stay tuned for a more comprehensive draft recap. Frederick Anderson, lots of stuff to talk about. And keep leaving forward. us comments, right? Keep and leaving keep us leaving us comments. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think of the show. And I should really put that at the beginning of the show That's in okay. my reads we so that the people who don't listen this far know to leave us a comment. But we'll take this away a as night. a learning opportunity. That's it's a late right. night. That's and right. we're going to wrap it up there to be fresh as daisies for, for day two. So thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And we'll talk to you very, very soon. See you, folks.